When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Wanderers! Welcome to episode 201, season two, episode one, back and better than ever because we didn't take a week off. We just celebrated a one year anniversary and we roll into year two. That's just how we do it. We're blue collar around here, no matter what Big Mace says. (laughs) Before we jump into today's episode, I want to just give you a little friendly reminder here in year two. First off. If you're not watching us on YouTube, go on over to YouTube, hit subscribe. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and make sure you're subscribed to the show. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Go ahead and give us a little check. All you got to do is type the Wandering Dutchman into the search bar and you will more than likely find us. With that being said, today's episode episode 201, is brought to you by our friends at the Gaslight Pizza and Grill. Guess what, Smoke? What's that? That's it. That's the ad read. Oh, perfect. Yeah, the Gaslight. Well, moving on. Yep, here we are. But I'm kidding, of course. We all know the Gaslight, and if you don't, I suggest you make a trip up to historic 4th Street in Honeyburg and check them out. The home to great appetizers, delicious entrees, sandwiches from the grill, And, of course, their world-famous hoagies and pizza. I'm hungry just reading the ad. Did you know that the Gaslight also offers up bar catering and fundraising for local organizations? John and the boys do it all. And you know what else they did? They allowed us to host a hell of a shindig up there on October 28th. It was a blast. We all had fun. Mm -hmm. And we hope you had fun. And we hope we get to do it again. A big thank you to the Gaslight Pizza and Grill for bringing you this week's episode of the Wandering Dutchman Podcast. The Wandering Dutchman Podcast. Where none of us are Dutch, but we all live in Holland, Indiana. Join us where we talk about what we all wonder about. This is the Wandering Dutchman Podcast coming to you from Smoker's Lounge. Yeah. yeah. The Wandering Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Back in mm-hmm. better than ever. Mm. For reference, today is October 27th. This will be airing on November 3rd. We are here in Smoker's Lounge. 
for season two. Fellas, you guys look great. You know, you look great. We had season one. We wrapped on season one. We rolled right into season two. You guys look great. You enjoyed the time off, I assume. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. Uh, had enough time to take a shower, go to work, and uh, come back here. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. Real good. Less yeah. than 24 hours. And if that kind of reference flew over your head, we did not take any break. We filmed 152 last night because we lost it in the golf. And uh, my mom was pissed, by the way. Oh, I heard there was a lot of people upset. Yeah. Our buddy at the post office, Jill Killian, was really looking oh, forward to seeing us. In bikinis. Yeah. And I uh, may have told her that we could arrange that if she wants for a prize. <laughs> if she wants to see three hefty fellas. Uh, and that kind of skimpy grape smugglers. Oh yeah. boy! <laughs> well, TikTok user six nine seven nine or might like it too. Son yeah. of a bitch! Does the back of your legs look like you've getting beaten with a bag full of nickels? <laughs> hey, what do you think about my three quarter sleeve shirt today? Oh, oh I, I thought, thought you, you just, just shrunk it in the dryer. Up. No, Justine, I got another load from old Big Al, and he hooked me up with a couple. Of, I mean, it's a Padre or a San Francisco Giants shirt. Where's the logo? It's underneath. I'm double shirting. Oh, okay. So it's a. Oh. Underneath here, it says "Take me." Take we can't me, hear you. Take me, take me out to the ball games. Oh, I got you. No yeah. chance I'm going to San Francisco. No, but I, I like the three quarter length. I yeah, think. I mean, Justine it, asked me. She said, "What in the hell are you wearing?" And I said, "What do you mean?" She's like, "What are you wearing?" I said, "It's a shirt." Where did you get it? And I'm like. Pump the brakes. Your freaking parents' neighbor hooked me up. Big Al. Yeah, Big Al. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I just wanted to see who was buying your clothes. I'm oh. like, no, good grief, Grandma. She's not worried about who you're spending your late nights with. But no. whoever brings you a shirt, that's a problem. Yeah. But well, no. I think it's kind of, you almost have like a Steve Jobs-esque. Yeah. Um, oh. You know, really, if you I look at it. I need a haircut, though. Bad. Yeah, I'm you're looking a little with, shaggy up yeah. top. Good thing Maxie's Barbershop yeah. is open on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get you a little cut. Um, and the black makes you look slim. I mean, you look great. Yeah. You don't look really good. Feeling a little better. Real good. Feeling good today. Well, you know, you were advised about uh, caffeine and alcohol. So, you know, it's probably good maybe to enter dry dock. We always used to call it dry dock. Yeah. Enter dry dock for a little bit. Are you going to be dry docking tomorrow? No. Without a chance. I mean, I'm not going to go hard in the paint, but I am definitely going. To I think we're going to. You're going. We're going to end up having to carry him out, Smoke. That's right. not true. There's. You're not big enough to carry me. I know. We'd leave your happy ass there. <laughs> <laughs> I better bring my CPAP and keep it in the car. Yeah, that's probably more likely. I to might happen. actually drive you guys home if you need it. Okay. Honestly, I might, I might. Well, I think Janelle's going to be there, so Where's I think your kids in the car. I don't know where they're going to be. That's fine. We'll figure that I out. I think they're going to Celestine, so. Oh. I think. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what? Shut up north. Up no, north. that's east. That's east. Kind of northeast. Yeah. Dubois. Hmm. Northeast Dubois. Dubois. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Great place up there. But, uh, yeah, um, so we didn't really get to tie into, like, how our week was last night. So I guess we can jump right into that if you want. So... We still doing that in season two? Yeah, I think. Wait, do, do we have any big changes in season two? I don't um, think. Well, the beginning number. Okay, that's going to be different. Yeah, two, two instead of one. Two weeks. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, two instead mm-hmm. of one. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And then what did we number the in depth episodes as? We I don't did? think we ever numbered them. Mm, no, that's good. We did because we knew we weren't going to do them. Um, other big changes for season two. Uh, we're going to have to replace the calendar with the hot chick back there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to replace that because we'll be into 2024. We'll have to try to get a new calendar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I don't... I think it's probably going to be about the same. I mean, we might try to do a... a, a, We're going to have to move the glizzy machine off the mm, imaginary fireplace. Yeah. I think we ought to build a hot dog bar. I was actually talking about... It's kind of funny that it's in the works, bud. It's scary sometimes how I well know. we we yeah like I was thinking that's too much fridge so maybe get like a big dorm room fridge since I don't use a K grader anymore yeah build a bar in the corner so the glizzy have a whole hot dog station yeah and we'll just have a separate camera just on it the entire time you think the Merkley boys would maybe like send over like a bun steamer or I'm good with a cold bun okay mm-hmm. I mean I don't it's no big deal I mean I'm okay with that too I mean I like soggy buns. Mm. I'm gonna no comment that either, Dave. Ooh, wee. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my week has been uh, kind of—I don't know—been a lot, of, a lot of anxiety flying around this week. Just breaking down the fourth wall. Mm. Got some funky heartbeat stuff going on. Went and seen our buddy. I don't know why that could be. You spent a week drinking vodka by the half gallon. I know. So and coffee. I'm for a week. Uh, I drink coffee every day. Yeah, but lots of it. lots of vodka with your lots of coffee. Uh, yeah, I know. Just shut up, Justine. Okay, let me talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm a little over anxious. Um, not very motivated to do things, you know. So I've uh, been very lazy this week. Although I did cook a lot. Mm. I did a lot of cooking. Threw together a badass pot of chicken and noodles yesterday. Soup season's over. That turned out really good. Yeah, we were not going to do that in season two. Yeah. Yeah. That's another (laughs) (laughs) Wing it white chili and Casey's one chili recipe. So we're a pro. I have gotten some input on. We're a pro chili podcast. I'm just going to let you know there might be one of the Merkley boys that sent me a message. And he was a little tough on me about soup. And there was some things said. And. You know, then I said, well, what's your go-to soup? And, of course, it's, well, you take what's in the, whatever's in the kitchen, you know. Throw a little beef, uh, I think he said, like, beef leg in there. Boil, like. Beef leg. Like a beef. <laughs> I, I need to look at it. I, yeah, a couple oxtails and some beef bones. No, it's actually. There it literally is. Like, you, I, this is so stupid, but do you remember when we got our beef? Did you get any bones with yours? Yeah. Or did I get them all? Be, uh, let's see. Don't have social media to post, but I have to get it off my chest. Having a recipe for soup is like looking at instructions for sex. You use whatever you have handy and go. Uh. You give it all you have. <laughs> Never the same way twice, but always hits the spot. Uh. I feel better now. Nice. <laughs> and it's kind of true. So I said, I said, you know, all right. So what's your go-to soup? Beef vegetable. Always use a couple beef tails and some cross-cut legs. The broth you get from those two are unparalleled. Yeah. So that's what my father-in-law does. Like with those soup bones, like I gave him all the soup bones when we get a half a beef. Mm, that was Bradley, by and, the way. And then puts that in and, and makes uh, puts some aromatics in there with some water. Oh, yeah. And, and basically cooks that down to get a broth. Mm-hmm. And then you strain all that off, and then you've got literally the best beef stock you've ever had. I've got some beef necks that I need to use. Beef necks, you yes. say. Wow. 
That bear be a big <laughs> pot. <laughs> well, I mean, they're chopped up. They're chopped up. <laughs> this guy. Beef. Beef necks? Well, probably like the. <laughs> Neck bones, you mean? Yeah. Uh, hey, you guys, come over. We're having beef neck tonight. Because I even asked him about the beef necks. <laughs> necks are fine. They just don't have the collagen value you get from a leg or especially a tail. My I think soup, we're having the big one here, boys. <laughs> my soup will make your hair shinier. Oh, so, nice. Because of the collagen. Yeah, but no, uh, other than that. Raiders took one on the chin tonight, battled it out with the Heritage Hills Patriots, which is a tough loss. Good game to listen to. Good game to watch. Our buddy, Curtie G there. And John, I If I knew him, John was going to be dying on air, Curtie G should have called one of us. I told him, I said, I messaged him in like halfway through the third quarter, and I was like, John needs a throat lozenge bad. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he's playing hurt, man. He's playing, he's playing hurt. I tell you what, I think... I think I get, I still get people that are like, hey, when are you guys going to have Kurt back on? When are you going to have Kurt back oh, it's on? It's an electric interview, dude. Yeah. So, funny story, real quick. I know we're, on, we're, tan- this is one thing I like. Season two, we're starting fresh. We're just flowing. And this is what I love about it. Yeah. Talking to our friends, uh, Brad and Andrea, catering the, by Meyer at the football game tonight. And they said, you're welcome. I gave you, I gained you a new listener. Okay. And we were like, oh, that's cool. Who? And she said, we stopped. They stopped at the same Bucky's as we stopped. See, they were in Panama, Santa Rosa Beach or something. So they were just down. 30A, yeah. They were between Panama and us. Yeah. They were just down the way from us. On the way back, they stopped at Bucky's in Athens, the same one we did. Yeah. And he was getting gas. Bubba was getting gas. And he said he just happened to look up and say, is that Brian Yost over there? I did see where he liked us on YouTube. So Brian Yost was over there, and they were listening to the Dutchman in the car. No shit. <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, Brad and Andrea or Brian Yost?" Brad and Andrea. Okay. And then he says, "Bubba says, hey, you need to listen to this episode of this podcast. It's Big Mace and these guys in and Casey and Smoke and the, and he said Brian Yost had no idea who I was. That's okay, but he yeah. knew who he knows who I was. But he, well, he Bubba's hey, like, what a what a self brag. Football. There. We played football together. I was on the scout team. I know you have no idea what's happening right now. But I went to school with a Ben Yost. But just hope. Just <laughs> ben <dang Yost>. <laughs> Same. Really hey, cousins. Yeah, right. cousins. But anyway, uh, he said we were talking about him with Kurt G. About how Yost was probably the best looking dude on the team. Yeah, like he was a good looking guy and everything. Yeah, good like looking that. cat. Real still good. looks great. Very good his YouTube dude. his his profile pic on his YouTube like yeah, still good looking cat. Sharp. But anyway, he listened to it, said he loved it. Now he's going to strap in. So shout out Brian Yost. Welcome to the. Hey, if you're related to Ben, tell him I said howdy. <laughs> Welcome to the squad. <laughs> probably not. Smoke. What you got going on? Uh, it's been a real whirlwind of a shit show of a week. We made it back late, late Saturday night. So I was home Sunday, unpacking, woke up Monday, went to work, came home Monday night, packed again, left Tuesday morning for Rosemont, Illinois, got back Thursday evening. Then we recorded a 
<laughs> whirlwind of an episode. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are again. So this has been a busy month, but I'm I'm all in I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it. Yeah, I can tell. Been <laughs> some good people watching up there in that Chicago neck of the woods. Oh god. Yeah. I loved it too. Lots of construction going on. Besides up there. the fact of you know the fear of your life when you walk down there. Yeah, but that's there what was makes one it time, more exciting. Man, we were up there because Olivia lived up there. Mm-hmm. And there was a restaurant, which it may be a chain. I don't know if it's a chain or not, but it's called. It was called Devil Dogs. Definitely a chain. And it's a. It was a little shithole in the wall. Well, it may it's not 7-11. be. Seven Eleven. Uh-uh. No. Right in the middle of the block. Definitely smaller than the lounge, like a shotgun, yeah. like real narrow but deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usually how I go. Yeah. And the hot dogs there were <laughs> deep. <laughs> Man, this water's cold and deep. That's what Cesar says. God damn, this water is cold and deep. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this Anthony Bourdain had been to that same restaurant. So this th- Anthony Bourdain, like it's some throwaway name. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. You know who Anthony Bourdain? Yes, is? he, he died a couple the years ago. R.I.P. Yeah, R. chef. Yeah, killed himself. Yeah, well, well, wasn't it kind of like a David Carradine thing? I think, I think it, it probably was. an accidental. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it was a handful of stuff that he probably took forever to help him sleep. And he but anyway. Miscalculated. Uh, oh, the people a- watching downtown and like those little little shithole restaurants. I could only imagine going to like New York and hitting up those little like bodegas. You know what I mean? Like going in there, get a real pastrami or something like that. Where English isn't even the fourth language spoke there. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's very scary up there. But I was in Rosemont. I've been to Chicago a few times for a different trade show. Southside uh, Chicago's pretty rough. Yeah, but. I've been to Southside Chicago. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that's when you. Wrigleyville's kind of shithole too. No, it's not. Yeah, okay, bud. All right, no worse than St. Louis, pal. You're right. That's true. That's a fact. Well, that's all of them there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean. When we were up in Chicago for the ABCA, I have a buddy that was from Chicago, a DePaul guy, D-E-P-A-U-L. Some of the local Indiana folk will know DePaul as Mm D-E-P-A-U-W. This is Paul with an L. Mm. And I texted him where we were staying, and he's like, "Uh, don't drift too far south. Like You're right on the edge. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Uh, don't go west either, because that's not a great area. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just right here in the hotel... There's a little restaurant we may like, go there to. There was people, we were talking when we went up there, they are like, hey, you want to ride the L train and go look at Wrigley? And I'm like, no. Yeah, not a not chance. Not a freaking chance. Big fat white dude on the damn, no way. I'm out. No. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm, I get spooked easy, man. Mm. I, don't, I don't like it. He was just talking about his anxiety earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a tough spot. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, getting back. So my wife, when we travel, is a big get back with two days to adjust. Mm -hmm. So we rolled in Friday night. Uh, Luckily, uh, you know, we can talk about our travels. I don't know if that's one of anybody's topic, but uh, we get in Friday night. It was nice to get home. Um, Traffic around Nashville was the only bad spot. Mm -hmm. Listened to Rhett probably cry for three hours. Finally, I just told Janelle, like, we got on the. We stopped in Owensboro to grab some sandwiches at Penn Station, just to eat to get home. And mm-hmm. he was still crying. And I said, "I don't care if you have to hold him from here to get home, but just grab him. Like I am done listening to it. Mm-hmm. I just had my fill of the uh, nine, ten month old cry. So, but we get back Saturday, just kind of adjusting, 
dogs were happy to be home because uh, yeah, they were not big fans of the travel. Um, and then, you know, kind of a busy week, just getting back into work. And uh, we had uh, Wednesday night was uh, first night of Holland Basketball League. Got up and down the floor a little bit. Felt pretty good. Pretty good. Um, did something to my foot. Mm. But I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. I'll be okay for week two. And then I had my annual physical today Ooh. with friend of the program, Doc Flamian. Jane wasn't there. I know. But the lady that drew my blood was still solid. Mm-hmm. I got a little concerned because I said, hey, right is like Jane's go-to. Like we just should find it perfect, easy. So she went looking right. She's like, mm. and I was like, oh, this isn't good. Like Jan finds on the right. So she goes to the left, and she's like, I think I like the left better. And I was like, real shaky. You're the professional. Well, she took a long drag out of her cigarette, put it down. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. God damn. Uh, and then went in. But, uh, yeah, so it was good to see our buddy Doc Flamian, um, you know, down some pounds. That's some good-looking shoes on today. Good, good sock game as well. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So it's good to see Doc, but uh, good bill of health. Cholesterol's holding steady. Glucose is down, which I don't know what that means. Like, I guess I'm not as sweet as what I thought, which is okay. That means your sugar's good. My sugars are you good. You got no diabetes. Well, that's good. I mean, Wilford TikTok. Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Now he, yeah, <laughs> he had some diabetes. You use Liberty Medical Supplies. Check your sugar and check it often. Check, check your sugar. With check Liberty, it often. <laughs> Liberty, Liberty Mutual Medical Supplies. So Travis Leisner does that like spot on. It's hilarious. So that's my week. And I'm ready for us to get into our one. Oh, but but first, but 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 first, our one is brought to you by our buddies at JNS Mowing of Huntingburg. We get it. Mowing is in the name of the company. So you may think that's all they do. Mowing residential and commercial lots. Wrong. Wrong smoke. Wrong. Oh. JNS does landscaping, retaining wall work, brick and patio sidewalks, custom outdoor fireplaces, and fire pits. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen the custom fire pit place with the stone chimney that they've got on their Facebook page, you should go check it out because I want one of them suckers bad. Even though the mowing season is coming to an end, they'd still love to talk to you about an outdoor design project or for fall cleanup. Kicking grass one yard at a time, contact Jared today via Facebook or call 812-630-3064. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, so for me, the first thing, I know we, like I said, we were kind of, uh, kind of scrapping together here today. And I want to talk about stink bugs again. Uh, uh, uh. I want to talk about the origin of stink bugs. Do you know the origin? I don't. Yeah, me neither. I think <laughs> it's problematic. Let's talk about <laughs> something we don't know anything about. All right. Now, now I, I might be well, able to tell you about the origin of them and SGI. Yes, that's what I was getting at, too. <laughs> yeah, we, we had some of that, too. We've potentially added to the... Uh, Do we want to talk about this? Damnation. It'll be okay. The damnation of SGI and their stink bug population. Oh, another reason not to go to that swamp. Yeah, we'll we'll be back shit, next year. I will bird. be Shithole. Uh, yeah, big shout out to the fam, the, uh, the, our friends, uh, Chuck at Rock Lobster. I reached out to them. They, oh, the house that we stayed in. Sorry, there. we couldn't put your, uh, yeah, porch on it. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to post some pictures. We're going to get yeah. some pictures posted for sure. But, uh, technical difficulties. But anyway, yeah, if you find some stink bugs in there, we're sorry. They just, they're hitchhikers. <laughs> but anyway, my thing is, is, I don't understand the sheer amount. Like, at what point do you call? When is it? When does it become an infestation? Mm. That's what I want to know. I don't know if you can have one in Indiana. You don't think? Nah, it's just seasonal. Like, well, so you got your stink bugs, and you got your other stink bugs. Like you got the brown ones, and then you got the green ones. Well, like you know, the ones look like ladybugs, but they ain't ladybugs. Well, they are ladybugs, though. Well, but they're stink bugs. And huh? they bite, don't they? <clears throat> no. <clears throat> the ones that look like ladybugs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they bite. Huh? Yeah. Up in East Central Indiana. You're talking about ladybugs as in the ladybugs that are orange. Yes. That are a hard-shelled, round, spotted. Yeah, but they're not red. They're orange, brown almost. Yeah, and when you crush them, they smell like peanut butter. No. Uh, I don't know what peanut butter you're sniffing, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa Marvin, R.I.P., God rest his soul. T's and P's. He used to have a specific Zoom Broom uh, vacuum cleaner with about six sections of pipe hooked to it. To suck them. To suck them ladybugs off the ceiling of their house. See, they lived in an old, old house in Standale. And it was, it's, I don't know, how, 10 foot ceiling. Now, see, I always grew up calling those stink bugs, not these. Oh, no, no. Those are ladybugs. Historic looking, pterodactyl looking things. That are down here. And they have red wings. Some of those stink bugs, some of the traditional stinky stink bugs, the super stank ones, they have like, some of them have red. Super stank six. <laughs> yeah, the super stank six thousands. They have red wings. Some mm-hmm. of them do. I don't know how they're getting in my house, but they're in my house, and it makes me feel like a dirty person, and I don't like it. Like I don't, I don't understand. Like I, I, I mean, I don't know. Their I don't, eggs must be small, or however they're. Hatching, well, I don't though. think they're hatching. I think they're coming from the outside, getting in somehow. Maybe they're getting deposited and then growing into little stink bugs. Well, they're not little though. These are like the size of your thumbnail. Well, but they're. The super stink six thousand. What happens if the ladybugs are just turning into those big, prehistoric looking <laughs> vestiges that we oh, see down here? Oh, holy oh, like yeah. gremlins. 
Here, here, I'm going to give you a little, a uh, little, little education on brown bug or stink bugs. Brown. They're bug. technically called the brown mirror uh, marmorated stink bug. Oh, pileated The Italian name is the Haliomurphia hallis. <laughs> is an insect in the family one of water-headed copper moccasins. Pitomidae, native to China, Japan, Korea, and other Asian regions. In September of 1998, <laughs> it was collected. 98? 98. It was wow. collected in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where it is believed they have to have been accidentally introduced. The nymphs and adults of the brown marmorated stink bugs feed on over 100 species of plants, including many agricultural crops. That's it. By 2010 through 2011, had become a season-long pest in the orchards in the eastern United States. In 2010, in the mid-Atlantic United States, $37 million in apple crops were lost, and some stone fruit growers lost more than 90% of their crops. Since the 2010s, the bug has spread to the nation of Georgia and Turkey and caused an extensive damage to the hazelnut production. It is now established in many parts of North America and has recently become established in Europe and South America. It's insane. I came home from work. This was before vacation. I came home from work and on it would be on the it's always on the east facing side of my house. Oh shit. You know what they're doing? They're trying to introduce wasps to eat these guys. Mm-hmm. So then we're gonna have a wasp infestation. Good. What if I'm allergic to wasps? Yeah. We'll just carry Ain't nobody it. allergic to a stink bug. Yeah, I know, but they're the wasps are not gonna come in the house. Yeah, but the hell they won't. There's wasps in my house sometimes. Is that right? Yeah, you never had no wasp in your house? The thing is is my when kids leave them doors open all the time. When you come in to the garage and then you, you turn down the lane to go down to the house, the entire wall of my house was just covered in stink bugs. So here's how they get in. They enter under siding into soffits around window and door frames, chimneys, or any other space which has openings big enough for it to fit through. Once inside the house, they go into a state of hibernation. They'll wait for winter to pass. And then they emerge. They're swarm. Then they go away. In one home, there was more than 26,000 stink bugs found wintering. Is it my house? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Gonna drive the property value. I, say, I, I bet I could have gave that number a run for their money a couple years ago. Well, that'd be great because I just got our assessor notice. Yeah, from Yeah, I was just County. telling him I went up twenty grand. What'd you go up? Thirteen on the one which has our house on it, and then the other one went up three. How does vacant? How does a vacant lot? They don't it? make no more of it, bud. And the one across the street sold that for podcast it. money. They they know that you guys <laughs> yeah. are both on that podcast. It's a pretty swanky place to be yeah four million in the bank and the bad thing of it is you can't appeal it you'll never win no nobody wins when they do that shit i don't know man i just think like where when and how to kill them like and that was another thing like stink bugs like they sell a uh like they have a product at a local hardware store here that i shall remain nameless it's a chain store it's not a local (laughs) store man every time you say you're not going to mention it by name you give like every detail away well (laughs) yep that's okay. I'm not saying their name. 
But three letters. It may be the <laughs> it may be the place for the helpful hardware folks. I'll just say that. But they it literally states on the bottle like stink bug killer. Doesn't work. Total trash. Like it is a gimmick. Like you might as well just piss on your foot, you know what I mean, and say it works. But anyway, I don't know. I'm just I'm tired of going to battle with them. Like we have a actual shark handheld vacuum yeah, 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 yeah. specifically for stink bugs. So as soon as you turn it on, like it just it smells of stink bug. You because stick your dryer sheets there in that little exhaust port. Sometimes though perfume when you you know sometimes if you don't if you don't give them a lot of pressure when you go to pick them up oh you can pick them up and they won't they won't they won't juice you but if you squeeze them too hard they'll juice you and then that shit's you can't can't squeeze just right and they're they're gonna juice and they can't you can't get it off of so some of the plants they feed on apples Mm. apricots asian pears cherries corn grapes lima beans peaches peppers tomatoes and where we see them a lot, soybeans. Mm-hmm. That's what, because that's the thing. Like move into the country. They're gonna a lot of peaches there, but they, uh, they, yeah. That's the only thing I can com- can, can 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 muster up, is that with all the crop fields around and the wooded areas and the pine trees and everything else we got, potent combo. I don't know if anybody else has a huge stink bug problem. If you got any tips or tricks. Drop them in the comments. We'll take them. So I don't know. Um, when they first cut, so I think they had just cut the soybean field behind us or were close to it. And that's when we got a bunch of them, thousands of them on the side of the house. Um, and Which side? It was on the eastern side. Exactly. Yeah. And they. Uh, I wonder why that is. I started, I sprayed. Didn't aren't they from Asia? Yeah, that's what it is. Whoa. Dojo Dave has it figured out. And I sprayed like around the entryways, like entry doors and garage doors. It's a bear home pest bug spray that it spray. And I've I think it has done a nice job because I have piles of them that have added up out front there. I fell my bug zapper when we went to Lincoln. It Mm -hmm. fell from its hanging post and broke. Mm. I still have yet to uh, investigate how to fix it. But before, I would hang that thing up and then, like, put a tub underneath it, and it would be there because they're attracted to light. Yeah. And they would be thousands. Man, they would cook on there, too. Yeah. You remember them dimming the lights and the sh- <laughs> They would get hung between them two grates and just <laughs> fry. Yeah. You know, like, oh, God. That's how much smoke. Yeah. Like, oh, yep. stink bugs go when they die. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's a tough spot. Yep, that's what I got. What you got? Well, here's what I was wondering about is how easy these damn kids have it these days when it comes to travel. Mm-hmm. Because hey, good for them. It's, yeah, it's I mean fine. it's it's good. It's worked out. But I was driving home, and in a moment of zoned in driving, I realized that I had not heard a peep for five hours from my middle child or my eldest child. And I was like, huh, it must be those tablets that they have. And it must be those tablets that they have that they watch TV on, mm-hmm. on the road. We don't do it at home. They don't, they don't get them. They don't even get out at home. Last time they were used was when we came back from there. 
But I was just thinking about how much, how better it would have been to travel as a child. Like we had books, crossword puzzles, magazines, newspapers. You look through the road atlas a million times. We didn't have the stuff they have to watch. I think I remember having like a little plastic chess set. Oh, yeah. Like folded up. A little travel chess set. Then, Can I tell you something that's. Go ahead, pal. Okay. Now, let me preface this. In some circles, when I was younger, it would it would make you labeled as a nerd. Nowadays, I feel like it's more commonplace to be a part of this group or club, for lack of better words. But Maxwell is a member of the chess club at Holland Elementary. Nice. You know what I told him when he told me this? What? The Masoner kids, this is the first time in the history of Masoner children that one is running cross country and no. one is on the chess club. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild to think about. And I'm good. Uh, he likes it. And I, I don't know how to play chess. I think I'm too dumb to figure it out. Which is, you know, a thing. I could know. teach you. Fifth grade chess champ. We didn't do it. Stu Townsend. We did not do it. You that, didn't? Oh, only that's Maple, right. Only Maple Park kids did. Yeah, we did. Holland kids did not. They 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 learned how to play chess in school. Yeah. We like did. We did. We didn't. I got the trophy at Dad's house, probably. Well, Dad's got the trophy. I, I it didn't make the moves. Does it have a rook on the top of it or a knight? I don't know. I'll have to or go dig through. Bishop? Hey, Papa Frank, if you're listening, which I know you are, can you dig in the closet and see if you could find that puppy? Fifth grade uh, chess champ trophy. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's good for him. It'll be good. Yeah. But he just, kids these days, I mean, and we, because when you travel into that last bit of the journey, when you get into the old Apalachicola natural reserve there, nature reserve, you don't get a whole lot of service. No. And so we learned from last year's mistakes where we had pre-downloaded some things. And so when we started to get into those little bad areas of service, we just the old hey go to the downloaded stuff, kids. Hell, and it is I hell. I liked it. I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool and everything. Pine trees. But like you get in there and you're like, I have an hour plus of this. Didn't seem like it was quite that long. Uh, I've timed it. How mm. much you just enjoyed the? Uh, my kids. So with my phone, with the upgrade, we mm. are able to. Use the hotspot on my mm-hmm, phone, mm-hmm. which that thing will absolutely zap your battery too. So I plug in the old hotspot. I'm running a Kindle Fire and two Lenovo Chromebooks, mm-hmm. at all three streaming the entire time, and it, it was nice. But like in true Apple fashion. Anytime you would stop, or I don't know why, but it would just randomly kick them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they would, hey, something's wrong with the internet. You know, and I'm like, God, <laughs> we're going through 94 lanes of traffic coming in in, in Nashville, man. I got time. They got time to find the internet for dick you. with the phone here, pal. I bet you look out the window and enjoy the scenery. You know how many times I said that? Like, hey, just look out the window, man. Just check. Just well, watch the road go by. The worst part about it is <sighs> we'd look back and, oh, hey, Zoe, look over there. And it'd be 
Not even a word. No, like just no way. No. Like great. Just enjoy it. Really, really yeah. enjoy it. It's I, you know, and like you said, for as a parent, the are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we Thing there yet? Thing of the past. Like it, it doesn't really happen anymore. Evelyn, Evelyn gets a lot of it's like. So we got the DVD players in the in the car. You know, like are built into the the car with the Bluetooth headsets and all that. So they they watch movies if you you know like that. And then they get bored with that, so then they get on their com- their laptops and devices and shit, and then they'd go back to the movies, and then something wouldn't work or what. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, there's your your typical growing pains, but like when we were kids, not a nothing. Chance. No, I, like I got a CD player when I was yeah. oh how, yeah however old, you yeah. know, and I would bring my whole trapper keeper full of CDs and listen to an album front to back, you know, and then literally just sleep. You know, just kind of do whatever you had to do. Everybody got a blanket and a pillow, and then you just made the best of it. What's the longest car ride you've ever been on? Orlando. So about 16? Probably. As a child or ever? Ever. Santa Clarita, California. Like from here? Well, from Brazil. You mean Brazil? How long did it take you? I think we drove 24 hours straight through to uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. Stopped off at B-Dubs <laughs> at a gentleman's club and then oh. took a nap. And then uh, got up and drove the rest of the way into Santa Clarita, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. Los Angeles. So what was your well, yeah. what was your nature of your trip out there, business or pleasure? Uh, my buddy's little brother had graduated college and his vehicle wouldn't make it back, so we took the old D-Max and an empty trailer out there. Ah, you were on a recovery mission. Mm-hmm. So we went to... Who's, who's Duramax? Mine. Oh, God dang. I didn't know you were a big diesel trucker. I did until it started costing too much. Oh, man, damn. Huh. Uh, We did, uh, when I was a young lad, we went to, we drove to Yellowstone. 33 hours in a car. And I can, I just, it was a long trip. Yeah. You know what, guys? I think I'm past all that shit. Like, I think I'm just ready to fly places. Like, I don't. That's what, like, Janelle... Even though I'm a fat bastard and sometimes I got to bring my own seatbelt extender, like, I'm just... I do not want to drive. I can't drive anymore. Like, Justine gave me so much shit. Like, in the morning when we left... Yeah. From home, like, four in the morning... You definitely need that lane correction assist. I could not do it. I was all over the road. He followed me all the way to Florida, and I am a terrible driver. Like just got no, just, he, no. You can say it. Like I'm not a good. I'm not good. I think Lots the of drifting. Yeah. I think the. Well, I told and I told Janelle that because when we went down, I mean, we attempted to leave at four, but it turned into four thirty. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> but when we came back, like we snoozed in, and it was so much better. And I told Janelle, I was like, "When are you or I ever up at three in the morning Never. getting ready?" No, I was way. like, "It makes me exhausted." I'll get in, I'll have pretty good energy, good focus, and then I'll get to Rockport. Yeah, that's right. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. The last now, time... See, that's how I feel waking up at two, but four was awesome. That the, was my well, because that's your normal deal. But like the last time, man, we didn't even make it to Owensboro and I had to pull over. Like I was just so... F- I was just... 
falling asleep. I mean, I didn't want to drink any coffee because I didn't want to have to piss. Yeah. I didn't take my blood pressure medicine. I didn't do anything. I'm like, hey, I'm going to lock in. We're going to get up and go. Had most of the car packed. Went to bed at like 1030 the night before. 1030, 11, 12, 1, 2, you know, 3, get five hours. And not a chance. Can't but it. it and it was. I mean, I think that's the worst part about it. Is is you? <laughs> I, I mean, and we have some truckers that listen to this program. You know, shout out. You know, our buddy Mike Kramer, because mm-hmm. uh, he's a trucker, trucker, and you know, Dad was a trucker, trucker. He knows about all those things. But you're right, like, because you don't want to drink that coffee in the morning, because that's the first you're going to get. 15 minutes down the road, yeah. you're like, I got to piss. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's it, where them uh, half gallon jugs of that orange sun faded liquid winds up on the side of the interstate. So, because Janelle was like, Hey, you look like you're struggling. And I'm like, Getting into Nashville. I was like, I want to get us to Alabama. Like, I want to get us to Alabama and then you can, you can take over. And then finally she did. And I napped all the way through Alabama as we got down, which was nice. But, I took over right. We got jumped off the interstate, got through Montgomery, and then you get on to 231 there, mm-hmm. and that's where I took over because she had to feed Retman. But, like, it just – the drive coming back, you know, got up at 6, 6.30, weren't in any hurry because I told her, I was like, what's the difference in getting home at 6 or 7 p.m. versus 8 or 9 p.m.? Nothing. Nothing. You know, the kids are going to go to bed no matter what because they're going to be exhausted. We got out of there, what, 9.30? Close. We left the house at nine, but then had to hit the pig and yeah. Then our goodbye pictures and yeah. Then the cricket, the bait shop bathroom. <laughs> bait shop bathroom. Yeah, we had to stop there pretty soon. We didn't make it literally twenty five minutes north of the island, and we had to stop at a bathroom that uh, shared, uh, it's, uh, space with a, uh, bait shop and the cricket bin was right next to the bathroom door. Oh, yeah. nothing like a little chirping while you're peeing. Yeah. We made it to Ozark. We got to Janelle. We got through, uh, Dothan, which was a mess cause it was Friday at noontime when we were rolling through there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we got a, there's a little rest stop there at Ozark between Dothan and Troy that we stopped at. Um, and then we had to dip off on a two laner there on the way back because mm-hmm. of a car, a car accident. Yeah. That's what you had said. Yeah. I like that. I did too. Yeah. But no, I just, they got her made, man. They do. They got her made. And, and the, you know, the other sad thing, cause we're talking about travel, the closing of rest stops is unreal. Yeah. It, it makes travel so much. And I'm, so we stopped at Bucky's. We stopped. Funny story, I'm taking the dogs. Janelle, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm going to fuel up. I'm going to take the dogs to go stretch their legs. Did you go to the dog park? They area? take the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I cruised over there. Yeah. And she comes walking out, and she just looks like she's shell-shocked. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong? Like, That's how he was. He I was like, like he was locked I was up. Like, Did you, I was like, did you buy anything? No. And she's like, no. She's like, it is a madhouse in there. Well, sure. You got all these people. Some guy's yelling about sandwiches. They're yelling out numbers. <laughs> You know, people are just grabbing stuff. It's like Black Friday shopping in there. Stop brisket on the board. And I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. So I walk in, I hit the doors, and I'm like, like, hit you in the face. And I'm like, this is great, but also, like, not now. No. Like, it's not what I need. My energy level is down anyway. Not ready for this. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, you, 
Very clean amenities. Very clean. Very great clean. stop. It was a great yeah. stop. Yes. Cheapest gas we bought on the trip, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was great. Mm-hmm. Did you get a breakfast sandwich there? Uh-uh. We didn't stop yeah, in the morning. Tough we spot. pulled off on an exit, peed, and then you kept like on moving. Water. You st- that is That blows my mind. What's that? That you stop on the side of the road on an exit to piss. Instead of like going into a, a a gas station, what do you think all those truck drivers do? Well, I mean, I'm sure they piss in bottles and throw it out the window. Some of them do, but they'll like yeah. At, rest all, stops are that's fine. Whole, I don't know why he's surprised that you're looking at me like it's that's the only way to do it. That's wild. If I that's told the Jenna only... to get out of the car and squat and wiggle on the side of the 23x. No <laughs> way. She would look at me and say, and "You wiggle. go, Pam, saying, but well, we had. I mean, the kids like. You know when we do like because got I, them kids out there on the side of the road pissing. Yeah, you're oh all, my god, yeah, but you, but that's indecent exposure. What happens if a cop gets off when you're doing? There that? is no cop that's going to stop and look into what's going on. Now uh, we've had emergency situations where we've stopped for a kid to pee. Well, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I mean that's not like our normal. I mean if we like if I got to go and we're not we don't need gas and nobody's hungry or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a quick stop. We were coming back. We were north. We were just south of Owensboro, right there. One of the kids. I got to pee. Well, you know that stretch on the Natcher. There's nothing. No. There's an exit pulled over off the exit, so you're plenty of room off over. Get out. The whole crew peed. It was perfect. Great stop. Nobody passed us. Got back on the road. Like it is. That's awesome. But some of it is you can tell, like on the map, like you can see, like if an exit's not a busy exit. Mm. So like the one we stopped at was south of Nashville, and there was there was nobody. There was one car, and with the suburban, you open the back door, you open the front door. There's your stall. Yeah. You got to watch that at night, though. Big Bigfoot's a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> They'll get you. Oh, my God. We got smoke. Walkie freaking talk. Amen, dude. That was the highlight of my whole trip, was the drive down and back getting to play on the walkie-talkies. You two clowns talking to each other on walkie-talkies was yeah. the highlight of your trip? Yeah, and everything with 10-4. Yeah. Roger, Roger that. Roger that. Okay. You know, you didn't have to go down to Florida to do that. You could have just sat here yeah, and smoked But it was cooler. To- but we're driving, though. Yeah. Like anything we'd see on the side road, God dang, did you see that one? Or, you know, whatever. I gotta get <laughs> Did you back- see that booger wolf back there? <laughs> I got to get a better look at these warlocks. Hold on here. <laughs> you know how much trouble I get in if I told Jen I was going to get in the truck and just follow Mace around for four hours? Yeah. <laughs> back road and talk talking on walkie-talkies, buddy. <laughs> I, You know, so when David said that in the beginning that we were going to take walkie-talkies, I was just like, dude, that is awesome. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. We're going to do that. Yeah. I'm happy for you guys. Well, you left your. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> not doing this again. Like, we're not. I'm not putting up with it anymore. Like, you what had. What did I do? You had just as equal. Like, we had one for you with uh-huh. your name on it. I And I, we said, hey, this is when we're leaving, and we're leaving, and this is. And you didn't come. There is nobody in this universe that thought that you guys would leave promptly at four o'clock i believed he would be waiting at the end of the driveway at four did o'clock. we yeah yeah we did we made it work yeah. well i know you ran into some car trouble and it's not your fault yeah it's fine and then and also another thing which which i didn't realize we were ahead of you yeah once you got well because that's where that all that old exit piss and stuff comes in like <laughs> you, guys, you guys are gone because we made it down there in 11 and a half yeah yeah, we definitely did. Well, we had a stop at Walmart in Dothan. Yeah. 
That was a two-hour stop, I bet. That's yeah. a bad strategy call there. Why? We do it every time. That's where we stop. But we, we don't we don't go out to eat, though. Dothan's such a pain to get through. Not really. It, it was this, this time because of the... Well, I the, guess I've not been there before. But the I construction was a pain in the nuts. And we, better for we went to Sam's also. And what do you think about them hosting the National Peanut Festival? What do you think about that giant peanut looking like That's a like giant veiny penis? <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> rough. I, I asked when we came back the first time, I go, hey, what are you folks in Alabama doing? This was to a friend of the program, Andy McHugh. What are you folks in Alabama stealing Georgia's thunder by hosting the national Alabama peanut thing? Been in the peanut place. Yeah, but I, if you ask people on the street, who do you think produces more peanuts, Georgia, Alabama? They Alabama. tell you Georgia. Georgia makes peaches, not peanuts. I don't know. Do you eat them slimy ass no. boiled ones? Yeah, I've never. I God damn, I've done it before, but it's no. Not. They, you know, friend some friends of ours that live over here. They, they, they do it. Like they'll go get to Rule King and get them and boil them themselves. Just because they like them so much, I think it's. I've I think, never had one. I think disgusting. Our, I think friends of the program, Andy McHugh and Gene Mattingly, are out on boiled peanuts, and them boys are from the South. Yeah. So I think they're a tourist trap. I tell you what, I'm out on what oysters. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could manage it, but I don't see what all the hype's about. Like it wasn't. Uh, like what do you mean? I'd never had oysters before, so Mays had a whole bunch of the. Just oysters, you know, like raw. You okay. went raw. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Only, I'm not a raw guy. And then I got, did. then I got a half dozen of these cooked ones, all done up with like that's cheddar the way to and do it. jalapenos, and those are good. That's how I do it. Yeah, it's just okay. If you if you like seafood, I think it's a win in Rome thing, Dave. Yeah, it is. It is a hundred percent because those things were in the water, living their best life, and then next thing you know, they're on your plate. They're getting slurped. Well, down that's by the some, best kind of food to have. Yeah. Fresh. The walkie-talkies, though. Mace would carry his in his front pocket and go into stores. Yeah. So I'd make moany noises and stuff while he was... That's... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we went to McDonald's. Well, no, we did not. We went to Walmart, and we were like, hey, take the walkies, and we're going to split up. That way we can knock shit off the list. So the whole way, we're... And I got that thing, and I said, you got to turn the volume as loud as it'll go. So I got hit, you know, he's over here and I'm over here and we got, I got it in my shirt pocket with that, you know, I got that thing on 10,000 the whole time. And he, you know, he's like, got the guy, you know, got bread over, you know, and I'm like, 10, four on the bread, you know, like, so we're, it was just a spectacle and everybody was laughing and it was a good time. And we, we were literally like. 30-some-year-old kids, you know what I mean, with walkie-talkies. I'm so Weston happy. Weston asked like nine times. He's like, can I try? I'm like, no. No. You don't even look you at it. You got your phone. Get out of here. Not even allowed to touch it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. Well, I really... Enter, man, I hate I missed out on You're in or you're out. <laughs> the thing is, is that the walkies, like if we get split up in the in the traffic, though, the range was... Like a, little, a half a mile. It was, it was a little rough, but we made it work. Well, I mean... I guess the only thing is, is just next trip you guys got to put in CB radios. That's I got one in the attic. I know I could get one too. But my K40s magneted on the roof of the shop. Yeah, been there for ten years. Unreal. I that, that would man, be so cool. We that, could get that, like some unit in five tens with some little wheels magnet. Go get them peaked. And t- yeah, <laughs> get them tuned up so we could talk to Paris from Florida or some shit. <laughs> 
Paris from Florida. Yeah, no, that's cool when you kind of travel in a group like that. It is. It's fun. Carpooling. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, there was some times where we were like, God damn it. You know, the traffic was weird, and Mm -hmm. you'd get lost, and I'd get back, and hey, we need to stop to eat here, and but the other car is not hungry, and like some things like that we ran into, you know, but it's like... We for the most part we did we did our best to stick together. I'm actually surprised, and somebody may be probably there was some bingo cards at home that didn't win because they thought maybe you guys would come back mad at each other. So no. I'm glad you guys, yeah, you know, were able to keep week. it to so keep it together. We did really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm real. You know, that's good. Yeah, it was a good test for you guys. Ready to come home probably two yeah. days before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I wasn't ready to come back. No. I mean, I was after I, I told Janelle belly ache and stuff I had, but other than that, I told Janelle I was, it was probably three days in, four days yeah. in, three days in, and I was like, I could really go back after the, about the fourth or fifth half gallon of vodka. I was like, man, I need a break. <laughs> and I'm, them short shitters. Our house had short shitters, like the the shorts, and I was so damn. I mean, I, you might as well just. Shitting a hole in the ground, like I was yeah, so tired of squatting that low, man. I, and I was missing, missing my, my bidet. bidet. Yes, like I don't know how many times we'd have a conversation about <laughs> on the walkie-talkies. No, uh, like well, a real person. You we guys should have pooped together, like that. Well, <laughs> did we, you not sync up your periods that well? No, but oh. I just shit a lot. You know that was my problem. Like we went. Did you a, talk to Doc Flamian about that? Why? No. It just seems like an unhealthy amount of pooping. Vel- vacation belly. You don't ever get vacation belly? No. Oh, God. You just stay regular as rain, even yeah. on vacation. How would you get vacation belly? What are you talking about? I drank, we, we, we drank five half gallons of vodka between four people in five days. Yeah. And, what like you, <laughs> and five and a half cases of beer. And we ate shrimp and... and like we ate like we king. fried breakfast every morning. We ate like kings, on the man. We ate like kings. We cooked ten pounds of bacon, five pounds of sausage, sausage links, nine pounds of, of Ham- uh, hamburger meat. Well, then uh, fresh sausage. Just yeah, yeah. Did I tell you what uh, the one guy told me? Why the grocery store, the island grocery store, went away? No, jacked up the rent on them. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. So now it's some candy shop. Which we went into, the kids were just offstruck. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we stared clear. To we want so this. We want that. We want. Well, they had behaved. They'd done a really good job. So our sweet treat was the ice cream that night. That was one oh at uh, Aunt Abby's. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is yeah. good. But it was good cream. Good yeah, stuff. It was good. It was good. Well, we got them uh, waffle cones there at the oh, house. Oh yeah, we got a box of drumsticks. That's yeah, right. that's what yeah. those called. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey, Wonders. Smoker here with today's Pause for the Cause sponsor, Velpin Trucking and Disposal. Are you tired of clutter piling up around your home or business? Looking for a hassle-free solution to dispose of your waste? Well, look no farther than Velpin Trucking and Disposal, your full-service, locally-owned and operated waste-hauling and disposal company that provides the following services. Commercial waste disposal. Residential waste disposal with standard 96-gallon totes, roll-off container service, demolition services, and their public construction and demolition landfill. It's that time of year again, folks. Fall cleanup. As we said before, on top of the residential tote service, Velpin offers residential and commercial dumpster service with dumpsters from 2 to 8 cubic yards. If it's a big job you're looking at, Velpin also has roll-off service offering 20, 30, and 40-yard dumpsters. 
At Velpin Trucking and Disposal, they understand that managing waste can be a daunting task. That's why they're here to make your life easier. Their state-of-the-art fleet and landfill facility offers a comprehensive range of services to meet all your disposal needs. Servicing the southwestern Indiana region, including Dubois, Martin, Spencer, Pike, and Gibson counties, that's going to be communities such as Jasper, Vincennes, Washington, Huntingburg, Dale, Santa Claus, Ferdinand, Ligoti, Montgomery, Petersburg, and many others. Whether you need to dispose of construction debris, yard waste, household items, or industrial materials, they've got you covered. Their diverse range of disposal options ensures that your waste finds its proper place. Call them today at 812-354-3280 or visit their website at velpendisposal.com. Hey! <laughs> Keep that in there, Dave. And we're back, baby. <laughs> Thanks to Velpin Disposal for this their sponsorship of the Pause for the Cause. Uh, there's still time to do your fall cleanup. Uh, there's still time to look into their residential options. Call the ladies over there because Chops is probably busy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chops busy, is busy, yeah. man. He's busy. Hey, man, EJ. Yeah, they're yeah, running everywhere. They're busy, but uh, call the ladies over there. They'll get you squared away. Get you taken care of. So. Thank you to Chops and Crew for their continued support of this little podcast. Yeah. Hour two. Let's do it. Hour two is brought to you by our friends at Catering by Meyer. Look, the calendar's into November. December's next. Then 2024 is all of a sudden here. Did you draw the short straw and have to host a holiday party? Yeah, well, that happens. But your guests don't have to suffer. Catering by Meyer is booking up for the fast for the remainder of the year. Don't get left out of the convenience of having your holiday party catered. The gang at Catering by Meyer will work with you to plan the perfect menu that won't leave your that will leave your guests full of food and holiday cheer. Just don't take all the credit. Let your guests know it was Catering by Meyer. <laughs> nice. I can't wait to see what they can surprise us with down at our uh, other dig. There, it's gonna be a a bu- 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 banger. Yep. What are you wondering about, big fella? Doodling. Doodle doodle. When I, I came, when I yeah, when I came into the shop tonight, like, I, I am not a desk jockey. Mm-hmm. I do not spend a lot of time with an ink pen in my hand. I just wondered that. Do you? So you spend a lot of time on the phone, like at your desk, like or in meetings or mm-hmm. whatever you do, you know, yeah. in court, like you used to be. Yeah. You obviously at a desk when you're not up, you know, uh, industrial engineering things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. engineering things industrially. Me, I just, you know, shovel rock and I'm a big dumb meathead, you know, so I don't spend a lot of time, you know, ink pinning. But I was wondering, do you do you doodle? I'm I know a you're a huge doodler. doodler. Yeah. Yes. And One I've of noticed my favorite things to do is find people that leave their notepads unattended and draw small penises in them so that's what i was gonna say i i don't i don't know if it was in this one but i subconsciously had a quarter on the table like a 25 cent piece yeah there it is and i don't know if you guys at folks at home can see that or not but i just for some reason was tracing the quarter a couple times you made a pecker and then and then i just decided that i'll go ahead and form it into a Phallus. Phallus looking uh, unit there. And I just, you know, doodling. I know Lindemann said I used to I used to be a... There's complaints about me doodling on the show, I think. 
big clicker. I know I was I got busted for that a while back. Mm-hmm. You no, know, but my mom was a big doodler. Like when she would be on the phone with whoever or whatever. Like how there would be ink. My mom, we always have a notebook on the table when I was a kid. For somebody calls. We'd always have a notebook like where you write whatever you want to write. Mom would write notes for dad because he would work nights and then mm-hmm. he would come home. And this was obviously before cell phones and all that shit. And they would write notes like, hey, don't forget. Don't forget, you know, this, that. This is what's for supper. Lay this out. Do whatever. But there would also be like little doodles on there, you know, whether it was I'm like a big a, geometric shape guy if I'm yeah. not drawing penises. Yeah, well, that's great. So, like, you know, the three <laughs> lines, you know, what I'm talking about like the three lines. Oh, the then, S. Yeah, then like you draw the old Southridge S. That's not a Southridge S, it's just an S. Like, we always drew that one. Did you ever draw that one? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, like that was a thing for us because yeah, we were that Southridge. at the high school. We weren't Southridge. We were just Richmond High School, but everybody drew that S. For why, though? Because everybody knows how to draw that S. Huh. Seems a little silly. <laughs> you think you'd be, oh, see, here's one. There's an entire page of Dave. Old da- Doodly old, Dave. Old, old Doodly Dojo Dave there. Yeah, Dojo There's Dave. no dicks on that page, though. No, no, it's not always dicks. Uh, That's mainly if somebody's left something unattended. I draw dicks on it. Oh. There's okay. a guy that always would print off stuff for his kid's school at this random printer that was by my desk. And every yeah. time it'd print off and it looked like schoolwork, I'd draw a dick in it somewhere. <laughs> and uh, he didn't catch it once. His kid turned in his So there I was sitting in class working on this big, veiny, triumphant <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and I got busted with a dick treasure chest. <laughs> That's probably one of the best the best I moments. I can't think of what movie that Super was. bad. Yep, 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 yep. It was super bad. That is... Probably an iconic moment. That's an awesome deal there. If you've never seen the movie Super Bad, check that one out. I remember being in high school, like ninth grade, maybe tenth grade, and we took a trip to Detroit. Mm, God, for a machine trades Rough. class. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you hit up Eight Mile? Go see Marshall. <laughs> this is before that, I think. Um, <laughs> and we had written in the note. We're all sitting on the back of the bus. There's like I don't know, twelve of us, maybe twenty tops. And on the notebook, we had. This isn't really a doodle. This is just funny. So, you know, we wrote, show us your tits. Yeah. <laughs> Hell that's what yeah. supposed to do. And it's shocking to me now how many people obliged the message to a bunch of freshmen and sophomores on this bus. Yeah. But it was the bus driver that caught us because this one particular van of gals went by and they did the pass and flash. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. I'll mention a story of seeing some breasts on a bus when when we were younger, but I'll just leave it at that <laughs> and see if anybody uh, in Wonderland can relate to that story. That'll be a little unopened book there. We'll see what happens <laughs> if that if that you know if what happens. But yeah, so doodling uh, back coming full circle here. <laughs> I uh, I just I, off the rail. I always finally I always just find myself sitting here, you know, with an ink pen, just kind of doodling around. And I mean, 
subconsciously, like like I said, like drawing a dick, no clue why. Like I've found myself drawing swastikas before. Oh, God. Yeah, like it was here. Like I was, it was on the show, and I was just like trying to, <laughs> you know, you know, just thinking. And I looked down at the paper, and I'm like, oh God. And then David's like, you better turn that over, turn it over, like turn the page, man. And I'm like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like it just, I think that's something that people do, and I think a lot of super intelligent people do it too like i think it's a i don't know how what i'm trying to get at here but i think it's it's you know like i think me i'm gonna take the complete opposite stance of that okay i think super intelligent people write down thoughts and ideas they don't draw fucking swastikas and penises on a notebook. Shots fired. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll match you in an IQ test anytime you want, Bubba. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You oh, can knock boy. yourself out, but if you think Elon Musk is sitting around... I guarantee he drills dicks. No way. I guarantee I bet he doodles. Are you... So you're not a doodler? No. Elon Musk, because... So then that automatically makes everybody in this world that no. does doodle <laughs> moron. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I just... <laughs> But I think why, but here's the thing you got to ask yourself, why do you doodle? I don't know. Because you're bored mentally. Yeah. Because sure. you can't sit there and stay focused and pay attention to what you're doing. So you doodle. Yeah. So if you're doodling, you're not paying attention to what's going on. So that's where like, I try not to, there's times when I do, when I really check out, but yeah, like if I'm sitting in a meeting, a lot of times it's, I'll just grab my phone and check email or I'll check text messages or do something else. But I don't. Try not to, because if you're in court and you're doodling, then it looks like you're not paying attention. Right. So you're sitting through a trial. Yeah. If you're not taking notes and you miss something because you're over there drawing a swastika with your client sitting right there, that looks bad. So it's just a habit that never no, got into. I don't into. think we're condoning swastika drawing. No. No. <laughs> no. I, I, I just, just, a, just a, I just use that for point of reference. Yeah. You know. You know. Like to it, soften the topic of talking about all those penises. So it could be whatever you want to do, but. Soft. Okay, draw a flashback, right? You draw a real <laughs> rock hard son of a buck. Here. But no, I real just real tire tool looking bastard. And the other thing too, like <laughs> I don't know how close you sit in some meetings, but you oh, can look yeah. over and see yeah. somebody else and then their paper. It looks bad too. Yeah. So, so I when know. I flew back from San Diego. <laughs> What's the possible San Diego? San, which San, there's more. There's multiple sands in California. Yeah, San Francisco, San Diego, Santa Ana. Oh, that's Santa. Santa, yeah, Clarita. Santa Clarita. Anyway, so Santa Monica. I had the window seat, and there was this gal sitting next to me, and she had like her computer and her phone and this whole thing. And I don't know, it's like a four-hour flight or something. And I couldn't help but talk about notice what people are doing next to you. Oh yeah. So she's taking emails and checking her phone, and apparently she's like the VP of something is what her footnote, you know how you got your signature block yeah. Yeah. to be. And it was some company I'd heard of. Like, it wasn't like Dale's used Toyotas. It was like <laughs> Reebok. Vice President Dale's Reebok. <laughs> like, it was something big. It's a slightly better company. But she's checking <laughs> all her emails <laughs> And she gets a notification. <laughs> I love it. That her, uh, I can't remember which particular STD it was. But oh, was her so, test? No, her medicine was in. Like oh, her boy. Her prescription had been refilled. Oh, And I no. felt so bad. I'm like, oh, God. 
Like, she heard you say that? You, then no, she got self-conscious. You've told me this before. It was like her herpes medicine or some shit. Like it like it was a notification from the uh pharmacy that your uh your herpes cream is uh ready for pickup, you know, or whatever. I don't know. I was like, Jesus. And then I felt bad, like, oh, that's probably private information. Yeah, why well, shouldn't maybe not be eavesdropping? Could you tell what kind of gum she was chewing oh, on too? My gosh, Dave. Well, like you're rubbing elbows with people for four hours. Yeah, I see. I that's pity like, the fool that gets stuck between me and whoever in a in an airplane seat. Oh, I'm sure she was like, great, this fat bastard. Yeah, falling this, over the this the armrest. This fat <laughs> sweat hog mother after I got to sit next to four hours. I don't know. That's I don't know. That's a. Uh, that's a tough spot. Plus, the worst part about it is her ID, IT department, wherever she's at. Oh, yeah, they got that. It, yeah, they have that information. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's another thing that she's got a you start to think about. Itches. Chlamydia is what it was. The clap? Well. How does it? Well. Yeah, but that's an antibiotic. Well, I didn't see what the medicine was I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait. What. Which? Oh, I thought you gave, like, the specific of what it. No, no, no. It, it was, like. A very common name. It was the. It listed the what it was treatment for, not the name of. Oh, it. okay. Like I didn't go into research for <laughs> particular. Name hey, how do you spell that? <laughs> wait, wait. Can you pull hey, that email does, back? Now, up? Does that work? Is yeah. that good? Does that work for you? Does, does it take every, care of the burn? Every like, now and then, I get a real mean burn when I pee. Yeah. <laughs> Head of my unit, the size of a basketball. It's usually when I get done visiting Southeast Asia. Yeah, <laughs> like when I got these Japan uh, trips, my God, I come back and I can't even walk. Am I right? You know, my, Okinawa is terrible geez, this time of year. Oh goodness. Uh, yeah, that's a tough spot. I think that uh, <laughs> don't check your emails. <laughs> yeah, don't check your emails. But I mean, you got to be. Do you remember this still to this day during COVID when they every everybody was having the uh, <laughs> the Zoom meetings and the, the guy the, oh. the court trial and the guy changed his name to <laughs> but was it but three thousand and the and the judge was like. Uh, excuse me, sir, but your screen name is, you know, BF or 4,000. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, my God, Your Honor, I'm so sorry. I, someone must have sabotaged my screen or my workspace or something. And I could just imagine, like, if you're sitting on an airplane trying to do, like, a Zoom call or something, and the guy next to you is about to bust his gut because he's laughing so hard because somebody had screened. Or if you sabotaged this dude's thing while he was hitting the pisser. Change his name to Bud F for four thousand. <laughs> Don't doodle in court. That's that's what we'll take away from this one. Casey, what you got? Um, I well, I don't know. I got. It's just funny to. It's just funny to think about like people that look like how much information you find out that you don't want to because you're just. Like kind of scanning a room and yeah. you see somebody phone and you're like Chicago's Whoa. pizza listening to this Whoa. newlywed talk about how bad her husband is at sex. That's a tough spot. Oh man. That poor guy. So uh so I'm gonna go curveball here because it's not what I had written down the first time or the second time. So Janelle wanted to do the classic pictures on the beach. Get dressed up in sort of matching clothing to take pictures on the beach and i have no qualms with I'm it full of questions because well go ahead no or you I, okay go ahead right. 
Paint me a picture, Picasso. So my wife asked me to do very few things in our relationship. And so this is one of those ones where Yeah, we know. I just don't fight it. Yeah. We'll take pictures, Pick honey. So we wait, of course, till the last day to do this that we're down there. So it's just Thursday evening. Friend of the program, uh, Florida man, was down there. And, uh, you know, he was, he, I, how it worked out, like timing wise, like he went to go grab supper and I was like, hey, we're, we're taking some photos. Like, if you can come down and take the big family shot, that'd be great. Oh, man. I just, I'm running to go pick up food. Let me know. Maybe, you know, coordinate. I said, okay, no big deal. Let you know. So I told Janelle, I was like, kids are going to be ready to eat. Like, they're going to want to get down. Like, we need to start picking some stuff up, start packing, like getting ready to go. Get down. And so I was like, we'll just go out there and take some photos. Well, our beach house was next to a public access site. Not like a highly traveled one. No, but, but there was one there. There was yeah. one there, and it was no big deal. We didn't have any issues with it. And there was a couple that had pulled up that went to the beach. And it's great situation. Like, it, not a problem. They're out there to just kind of catch the sunset and take some photos. This woman um, could have been Lizzo's twin. Oh, yeah. In a bikini. Yes. With a boyfriend. Even better. That was snapping photos of her rolling around in the sand. Oh, boy. And taking photos. Remember road trip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going so, so, so this is going on. Looks like something you would have seen in a Jacques Stoke <laughs> book back in the day. So, Janelle, so we take the pictures of the kids, and then we take Marine the, photography. We take the pictures of, and I'm watching the, these this couple out of my eye, and she's splashing water, and he's an Instagram boyfriend. Like, he's snapping, oh, and no. he's, like, he's all in it. And so, uh, I have, a, like, a nice cam- like camera. It's a nice Nikon. Like, doesn't get used except. We took ours down there. We have a Canon Rebel. Yeah. In, it's like an E O three or some shit. We took it down there and never got it out of the box. Yeah. So we so we so so Janelle's like, Hey, do you want to text Chad and see if he's ready? Because we were at that point where we got the kids and then we got the kids with us individually and then like we we're ready for the family shot. And I was like, We won't bother Chad. Let me just go ask this guy. Oh no. Like let me you give did not. let me give him a break of what he's doing. <laughs> You know, snapping photos of Lizzo rolling around in the sand and splashing in the water. <laughs> Not he needs real a Lizzo. Break. Not, Not real, real Lizzo. Lizzo. No. No. So I walk over there, and the first thing I notice is this boy is higher than a kite. Yes, sir. Like he is floating on a whole nother level where him and Dave could argue about, you know, some Bigfoot conspiracy or Helen Keller. Higher than Eagle Pussy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he like he just reeks of it, and I was like, "Hey, bud, you wouldn't mind just snapping a couple quick photos, like old girls, you know? Like, I see you're taking a little break here. She was checking his work, obviously, um, and so he's like, "Yeah, no problem." So he comes over, you know, comes over, and I was like, "Perfect." And we start getting lined up, and I'm like, "Hey, just that silver button right there. Let her eat. It'll snap." Okay, cool, perfect. So we get everything. <laughs> we- so we're trying to get a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a nine-month-old to to look in this. Dogs? No, they okay. we didn't. They didn't even touch the beach. 
So we get so we get lined up, and I see his finger moving around it, but I don't see Flash or anything. He goes, all right, I think I got a couple. And Janelle goes, I don't think he took a picture. I go, I know, honey, he didn't take a picture. <laughs> so he, he shows me, so he takes the camera, and he's like, hey, you like that? And shows it to me. And it was the exact picture I had taken before he got over there. That you weren't even in. <laughs> what even in. And I was like, oh, well, we're kind of missing, because it, it was the one Janelle had taken of me and the kids. And I go, we're kind of missing the woman in the white over here. And he looked at it and he goes, oh, shit, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, no big deal. I was like, man, you got to push the button. And so then by that point, like the little screen on the phone had gone black, gone dark. And then that was the next thing where he's like, I can't see through this. I was like, the eye hole, buddy. You can line it up through the eye hole. Like, I'm trying to coach him through all this and get these kids. And the pictures are terrible. (laughs) And and Janelle looked at it. I was like, there's a couple where one is like maybe salvageable. And I told Janelle, I was like, honey, I was like, I can, you know, this guy finally snapped a couple, and I was like, I could tell, I could read the room, and I was just like, we need to let this guy go back to shooting Lizzo rolling around in the sand because he failed here. And we thanked him, you know, dapped him up, like, hey, appreciate it, you know, enjoy your time on the beach. We'll see you later. And I just hope they got back and all the pictures are selfies of him. Oh <laughs> no, they're not. I have to, I have to bring him out, but. Like, the ones we took, like, one of them is pretty close, but there's one where, like, he snapped, like, right when Janelle was trying to get one of the kids to pay attention. And there's, like, three or four of them, and they're just – it's a we, tough spot. Uh, when you messaged us that – that and it said, any plans for sunset pics? Yeah. Or when are we doing our photo shoot? David was like, we have to go find something uh, I Like, I saw him in there, like, the white – you know, like, the people do the white, like mm-hmm. – Flowy, whatever. They like had PJs, them. not they, for not for big guys. No, they had him at the the surf shop. Yeah, and he was like, "The only way that I'm taking a photograph with you two is if we can wear that." And it was like on a <laughs> mannequin, and it was like a big white, oh. uh, chicky looking, uh, like a tight collar Indian looking suit. Oh my! You know I mean? Well, like, and oh, you know, like God. like that behavior. Like I'm just gonna say this. But you know, like when other races maybe point out stereotypes about other races, mm-hmm. that is like the sunset pictures on the beach and the matching outfits is probably the most white thing you can do. Oh, we did it. <laughs> yeah, June of nineteen, we yeah. took our big boy camera down there. Yeah, and took. We took lots of people take sunset pictures. Well, no, no, no. We it's I could show you the ones. We took the big boy camera and set the timer. I brought my tripod, the whole deal. Yeah. And then luckily there was another dude down there that was like, here, we'll take it. And this guy knew his way around a camera and it was not high. Yeah. So, but we did it in the middle of the day because there was no humanly way possible. We could either do morning or evening because of the level of uh, inebriation there would have been in the evening. And this is the second year in a row because last year... It was towards the end, and there was, like, three European couples out there. Oh, God, yeah. And there was dudes in, like... Bikinis, the, the, banana the, hammocks. The dudes were in shorts that... ball fro peeking out the side. Yes. There. Yeah, buddy. And yes, we were sir. taking photos, and finally, like, 
one of them was like, uh, "Hey, uh, you you need me to take a picture?" Oh, they're Italian. Yeah, <laughs> they were. Well, uh, <laughs> g'day, mate. <laughs> Italy is is European. Hey, right. <laughs> I slit your throat, throw in the ocean. Yeah. Oh God. Dude. So, but he took great photos. Like he was like, yeah. You know, he you knew how lucky. to work a camera. You get lucky every. This now guy. He is thankful for Mr. Jobs because yeah. that's all the he's, that need. he's able to do. Yeah, and I, like, I think some friends of ours, Scott and Julie, they had like professional photos. They drove to the East End at like six o'clock in the morning and had sunrise photos taken. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. Way down there, FOMO, FOMO photography. Which yeah, I, I joined the Facebook I did group too. and see yeah, lots of. They're really good. Hmm. They're he's. They, did you see the picture of the lady holding the jellyfish? Yes, I about sent it to you, but then I remember why I hold a jellyfish. Well, they got these weird hard jellyfishes. They're, they were, dude. This thing. Was so, what did it look like? Because we had one that flowed by like us. A, a bulbous, transparent globe. Yes. With little. No, it didn't have big, long tentacles. They were no, like they were spiky guys. looking yeah. dudes. Yeah. So those don't sting you. No, I guess. Well, I think I don't the stingy know. bits might. I kicked it back into the water because it had beached like itself, but it was hard. Like it was bulbous oh. and hard. So we. So I kept my eyes out. I kept my eyes peeled because. Last year when we were down there, there was more the ones that you think of with the longer the box, that was box, dead box jellyfish. That Those had, are the ones that are bad. That had floated through and like you know got the kids out and the kids were like why and I was like oh, that's a jellyfish we, we don't want to sting on it. Shark sighting down on our end multiple times. Justine was on high alert. Yeah, for sure, shark. Oh yeah, for hundred percent sure. Yes, sir. Okay, a little black tip. It was probably four or five footer. Well, and Dave could. at one point it was. I was watching for him. At one point it was probably less than ten feet away from Evelyn, and Justine was like, "Get that like flipping out." It was bad. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. so we. But uh, so oh, I mean, and and I do like I don't mind it. I just wish we did it like day one. Like you get out of the car, yeah, put these clothes on, let's go take photos. And we saw a few, not as many as what we've seen in the past. Like last year when we were down there, just a few, but yeah, what a hell of a way to make a living. Oh, you know, yeah. these people, they call you up. Mm -hmm. Hey. That's what happened with Scott and Julie. They had it originally scheduled, what they say, two years ago or a year ago or something, mm -hmm. and the guy flaked or something happened. So then they had to go back, and th this time they did it for free. So, you know, we could move down there. And just become photographers. Do photographers, this podcast, mm -hmm. do fishing content. Yeah. And then maybe we could run an island. Like, uh, cause shark there's watch shark watch. Yeah. Uh, Get drones. Yeah. Mm. We can be drone pilots. And then I think there's like a real need for, you know, the hardware shops. I was telling me. Yeah. yeah. Heavyweight pool cleaners. The, but there's a, there's a, uh, there was a bar or there was a oyster place. Yeah. That's closer to the main mm -hmm. drag running right north, south. Yeah. But we turned it into a breakfast spot. Oh, God. It'd be awesome. Just straight up breakfast. Because I think the only other place to get breakfast was... Uh, beach Pit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Beach Pit. Weber's Donuts. We ate at Beach Pit. It was okay. We went to Harry A's. I've never had this before. So we went to Harry A's. Not the food. We had smash burgers. But they were... Because that's what they're kind of known for. It was just different. But we went and ordered. And everywhere we went had a kid's menu. So the kids ate you know, popcorn shrimp or shrimp and fries. Whatever. Like, yeah. Whatever, yeah. So we get there to Harry A's. Nice guy. We sit down. Kids menu, yep, good. You know, we try to be order quick, like ready to roll because attention span 
and we don't take the devices in to entertain like it's mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. chatting or drawing or coloring or whatever. Doodling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't participate okay, in doodling. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. We're Janelle doesn't either. So it's just the kids. Super smart people. Yeah. Go thanks, ahead. buddy. Um, and so we ordered the kids' meals and the appetizers came out at the same time. Yes. And so Janelle and I are like very common. Really? Yeah. A lot of places. That that, yeah. Your appetizers and your kids' meals comes out at the same time? Mm-hmm. Because then our meals came out mm-hmm. after the kids were done eating and appetizers were gone, so it actually prolongs your stay. Mm-hmm. It does not make sense to me. I don't think it prolongs it. How? Your kids are waiting on you to finish eating. Yeah, but you wouldn't have eaten faster if they would have had their food at the same time. Probably speeds it up because you can help them with yours, but theirs. But yeah, they are waiting on you. <clears throat> it didn't prolong it. Yeah, it most certainly did. Absolutely not. If you ordered and it takes 10 minutes to get your meal, five minutes to get appetizers and kids' food. If it takes 10 minutes to get your meal, five minutes to get appetizers, and then they bring the kids' food the same time as yours at 10 minutes, you're still going to take the same amount of time to eat your food. <clears throat> it doesn't prolong it. How do you not think it prolongs it? Because it's you're there, because you're meal, there for the same amount of time. No, because our meal we would have been finished eating with the children, so our kids are done eating. We're still waiting ten minutes for our meals to come out. For then sure. they come out, and then we eat. And yep. our kids were done before we got our food. Therefore, it's, you would not have been done. You would not have been done. They they wouldn't have been done. They'd have been eaten at the same time as you. But you would have been sitting there the same amount of time. If it takes, let's say it takes ten minutes for you to eat your dinner, just because we're going to say a number. And it takes 20 minutes to get your food. You're there for 30 minutes. <clears throat> it's going to take the 20 minutes to get your food and 10 minutes to eat yours, whether your kids are eating before or during the same time you are. Right. There's no way. How you figure? No. Because there's 15 minutes from when the kids got done eating and we get our food. And then Janelle and I have to eat. That extends our stay. But it wouldn't matter if they brought if that's you- how long it takes to get your food out. That's how long it gets. Yeah. Like they didn't systematically plan it. They just brought it that way. The kids were done eating. Right. The food that you ordered takes longer to prepare than said popcorn shrimp and appetizers. They had the same smash burgers that we had, except there was an extra patty on ours. I'm telling you that it extended our stay. I'm out. How are you out? Well, you're wrong, and you just can't admit it. How is that wrong? Well, I mean, David just already spelled the math out to you. If we would have all been done at the same time at 25 minutes and we have to wait <laughs> well, an extra 15 minutes. Well, now we're going to 25. Minutes. A minute ago, it was 10 and 30, even numbers. You're okay. throwing these fives in here to really screw things No. <laughs> so if we would have been done as a complete <laughs> Here's unit. Here's the timeline. We order. Oh, here we go. We order. We have apps and we have kids meals. Yeah. The reason they do this is because you ordered appetizers. That's for the adults, not the kids. Then we have parents' meals, and we're just going to call that meal. And then we're going to have the bill. This is the end of dinner, and we're going home. So we order, and it takes this long to get your food served. It doesn't matter if your kid's food comes here with your apps or here with your meal. The bill is going to come at the same time. Each time. Because nobody ever orders their appetizers and wants them the same time as their meal. So they bring the kid's meal and the appetizers at the same time. That's pretty common practice. <clears throat> then parents' food comes after your appetizers a few minutes after. So- it wasn't. It was like when if our kids are done eating, this is the point I don't know. 
Like if our kids are done eating and we still had to wait an extra 15 to 20 minutes to get our meals out when it could have all rolled out and us been done, well, then there's no way, appetizers. Then there's no way that it's done any quicker. Because the only other thing would, could have happened is they could have brought your apps, held the kids' food till yours came, so now kids' meals comes too, and now you have 20 minutes that the kids are doing nothing but complaining, and then you guys all get your But they're eating together. the appetizers. Like, our kids get, like, we order appetizers that kids will partake in, too. Okay. Therefore, we're still at no. the same point. You guys it are wrong not, on this. It did not prolong your... The I don't know how you can say it doesn't prolong it. If we would have eaten at the same time as our kids and been done at the same time, which we would have... Oh, if they made... Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, that's you what I'm telling you appetizers. guys. Who orders who their appetizers and food to come out at the same time? No, but I'm saying that if you move the kids' meal, oh, that's not the argument I'm saying. I'm saying that when they brought all that stuff, because some places do bring your appetizers in a close time period to your meal. Oh yeah, yeah. That we, if our kids are, our kids were sitting on, sitting there, waiting on us to get done eating. Mm-hmm. As in, we had to wait that long for our meal to come out. Then we have to eat. Mm-hmm. It is a prolonged process. We'll have to agree to disagree. I, guess. I don't know how you can say it's not going to be prolonged. If our if, you're still going to be there. If if the app it prolonged it by not bringing it out at the same time. But what if it wasn't prepared that way? If what wasn't prepared that way? Like their your food took longer to prepare. I just told you we ordered the same burgers that and fries. That doesn't mean shit. How does that not mean anything? It's not like there was anything exquisite that was ordered that would have taken longer to prepare. Are you on that kitchen staff? Do you know how long it takes for them to prepare said meal? Maybe that's just how it goes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You guys, whatever you think. I think there's going to be people. Yeah. All right, Smoke, what do you got? (laughs) I don't even remember. Uh, I feel like this is a whole can of potatoes. Dreams. I swear that I talked about this on the show. So if I did and you guys are hearing it twice, I'm sorry, but we kind of thought talking before, maybe I haven't. What's the craziest dream you ever had? And I know Casey doesn't dream. So I'll tell you mine while you're thinking. Okay. I had this dream that me and Toby Keith Uh and Tom Selleck were all Texas Rangers. Got it. And we're hanging out. And we're having lunch, like iced tea, tenderloin. It was like an Indiana lunch, but in Texas. Okay. All right? We got a call for a disturbance at a gentleman's club. Okay. And this is midday. Right in the afternoon. Yeah. In Texas. Lunchtime. Lunchtime in Texas. Gotcha. So we load up in the truck. Me and Toby Keith and Tom Selleck. Yes. We head to the titty bar. Uh huh. And Tom Selk runs in there, leading the way. He kicks down the door. Uh huh. We hear a disturbance in the back, so he goes to check it out. Like we heard, hear the girl squalling. Okay. Because it's Tom Selk. He goes to check on the damsel in distress. For sure. Well, me and Toby Keith are casing out the joint to figure out what happened. Oh. Well, we don't find anything. All right. <clears throat> so, we all reconvene in the parking lot. Got it. And it's me and Toby Keith. And then Tom Selleck comes out with the stripper and her dog. Okay? Okay. And we're in the parking lot. We're like, okay. She, he's like, well, maybe we'll give you an escort home. And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. 
because I don't know what happened. So Tom Selleck's like, hey, I'll just ride with you so you know you're safe. She's like, okay, that'd be great. And me and Toby Keith like, oh, Tom. Yeah. So he goes to get in the front seat of this little, like, Honda two-door car, you know? Yeah. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she makes him get in the back seat. That's where the dog sits. <laughs> yeah, so the dog was riding shotgun. So me and Toby Keith are getting a big chuckle out of this. We get back in the truck. We crack open a cold one. Oh, man. And then right when we pull out onto the While road. While on duty? Yeah. Yeah. Duh. They're Texas, Texas Rangers. Rangers. Oh, that's true. Okay. And it's just this old state road, you know, like two-lane. And uh, there's a stop sign there. Well, this county sheriff vehicle goes by right as we're pulling out. Yeah. So we look at each other. We chug our beers, and we just rear in the bejesus <laughs> out of that sheriff's car. <laughs> then I woke up. Wild. But uh, I had this dream back. Uh, this was probably 2005 or six. Holy shit. And I just I wrote it down because it was like because that was right after Beer for My Horses came out. Yeah. I was like, man, this is going to be the next Toby Keith movie if he ever hears about this. It's very vivid, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is wild. wild. Best dream I ever had. When I eat hot sauce yeah. before bed, I think we've talked about this before, by the way, like Frank's hot sauce, Cholula, mm-hmm. uh, anything, Tapatio, anything that's hot. I don't know if it's the cayenne pepper or what it is, but, man, I have some lucid, lucid dreams. Really? Yeah. Uh, with uh, other people uh, that you know that I haven't seen for years or anything. Look at the size of that. Is that a wolf spider coming across the floor there? I think it's a cricket. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, you can put a saddle on that bastard. Uh, Ride him all the way home. That's right. I uh, I have some trippy ass dreams too. And, and like, do you have like the one reoccurring dream? Do you ever have that? I know we've talked about this before. I know this is deja vu from hell. Did we talk about my dream? Is no. The second time we've I don't think it? so. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have reoccurring dreams, but I don't. That's the most one I've ever remembered. Most of my dreams now, if I have them, I dream about being at work, and then I wake up panicking because I'm not at work and I thought I'd already put like an hour and a half in. <laughs> That's nuts. I don't know. I, I just, I, I have really crazy trippy ass dreams, but I don't, like I can remember them, but it, none of them really stick with me. Mm. Like I can remember waking up being pissed, like that something happened in the dream that I was mm. not approving of. And, uh, you know, then I uh, promptly uh, consult the uh, part, the, the party there uh, and, and, and say, hey, what the hell? And she's like, what do you mean? Like, you're, it was a f-ing dream, you idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, but, like, it still makes me feel uneasy. You know, I don't like it. So, That's the kind of dreams Casey has is uneasy ones. Yeah, when he screams <laughs> bloody, <laughs> bloody murder in the middle of the night. <laughs> Uh, shit, 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 shit. What? Wild. That's a caffeine intake issue. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That was nutty. Yeah. That's a wild dream. Yeah. It's a good story for Toby. He'd probably, he'd probably make him laugh. Yeah. Especially yeah, with what he's got he going on now. He laughs. Yeah. yeah. He looks like Although shit. I think he, he said drop. that he's... He's going back on tour. Yeah. Keeping the old man away, he said. What's he going to... Oh, man. That's got to be tough. That mm. yawn or yeah, that too. Uh, it's getting late, boys. No, like his, like he just, like his uh, stamina, like his. 
Oh yeah, his recovery and everything. Like there's got to be a good couple days in between shows and stuff. I can only imagine. I just wonder if I feel like it's isn't it in Vegas? I don't know where it is. I don't know. I thought he was going to go out on tour. I thought he said he was going to go on tour. Um, but I think that you know it makes you wonder if they just they told him like, hey, this is a three to five year thing. Mm. You've responded to treatment, but we're never going to get rid of it. Right. And so go live it up. Go live it up. Mm. Do what you want to do. Which is unfortunate, obviously. Uh, you hate to hear that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's a great dream smoke. Wish I could participate in yeah, the dreaming. It's but... wild that you don't. That's but he obviously thing. does. Yeah, he obviously does. It's just that you don't remember them. And I know well, I mean, everybody dreams, dreams. Yes. But not everybody remembers. You're right. To yeah. where you can say, like even you said, you have mm-hmm. some that... They're just... Not, they don't... Like I could, I could probably tell you about them until lunch, and then after that, they're gone. I think I just told this one so much because it was so freaking cool. Yeah. Oh, it's and a hell of a dream. You got Like Tom where does Sel- Tom Toby Selleck Keith. come in? Because he's a badass. Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. Original Hawaii Five-0. Like he's a ladies' man. And yeah. Dave likes mustaches. Yeah. He's a big mustache guy. <laughs> or he watched a lot of Blue Bloods. I got complimented on show. my mustache again. Oh yeah, recently, yeah. By a man, no, a man. That's a man. great compliment. Another man, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, you got to go where you can go. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's absolutely. definitely. True. Oh man, I can't Modern wait. Dutch. Here we go. Were we? Oh, we're out on soup, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was a was failed a swing experiment. and a miss. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I could probably throw on here real quick. No, it's okay. Okay. Well, I've got some complaints about the ones that we did do. Like, oh, it was awesome knowing how much of each ingredient to put in. Yeah, we didn't think that out very much. Why? Did they really want them? They, want, <laughs> they really wanted the entire recipe. Uh, I, was, I was told today. He's like, yeah, that was awesome. That white or uh, wing it white chicken chili. I yeah. tried. I had all the ingredients, but no idea how much to put in anything or how long to cook. It. Oh, I thought you God. went through that part. No, God. Use your brain, Emerald <laughs> Lagasse. <laughs> I really think the soup season thing was a joke that turned into reality because yeah. we talked ourselves into I it. I said I made a mean one this week. Chicken noodle. Yeah. It was literally a rotisserie chicken from Sam's. A head of celery that I chopped up. A handful of carrots that I chopped up. Two, uh, 32 ounces of chicken broth. 32 ounces of water. Now, see, that sounds like a crock pot soup, and that's how I roll. And then I put mushrooms, like uh, baby bell mushrooms. I don't know you'd put that much liquid in for a crock pot. Oh, yeah. yeah hell, yeah. Soup, yeah. Well, but if you're... Chicken's already cooked. Well, yeah. See, I, like my mom, she does this. And then I, I got one pound of egg noodles, like those oh, big... I love egg noodles. God damn, I do, too. I, yeah, and I, I put... Where you stand on egg noodles? Garlic in there. I, I like them. Yeah. A spoonful of minced garlic in there, and then a shit ton of salt and pepper. And shit ton. Garlic salt. Or no, garlic powder. And then uh, literally just let her boil. The chicken was already cooked, so I took the rotisserie chicken and deboned it yeah. into a pot or into a into a vessel. Yeah. And then after the liquid was had came to a slight simmer, I added my chicken, and then when it started to boil, then I put the noodles in, let it boil for... Five, six, seven minutes, and then cut the heat, cut the fire, and put the lid on, and then just let it set for 20 minutes or so. Mm. And you know, I'm embarrassed to admit that the first time I boiled a chicken was probably after mom passed, so obviously 31 and on. Yeah. 
Like I had never done it before. Mom always, you know, you'd see her. That was literally one of our my mom's, but it wasn't egg noodles. Like egg noodles are the the swirly ones, mm. right? My mom would always make chicken and noodles with those big gooey ass from Reams. Yeah, Reams is the company. That's what the big gooey ass dumpling ass noodles. The real yeah. slimy bastards. See, I didn't really like that. Oh, we, we had, always keep them dumplings that in the freezer. We know, had chicken. Yeah. Mom would do the chicken in the crock pot and then boil a pot of noodles, put it together, or however the hell she does it, and then we'd have a salad with it. That was our. That was that meal. Yeah, we always. And I never did. ate the shit. I mom, just ate salad. Mom would make. See now, uh, Miss Myron's getting a double dose of soup talk for. Her. It's just not been cold enough for it. Not yet. We've had great weather. Um, but ma, so when we did chicken and dumplings, you, yeah, I'm out on dumplings. Bro. Oh, God, with the reams, with the reams dumplings, that's probably my favorite meal. And then Big like the chicken noodle, can't do it. That's what I like. It. Not with the reams though. I don't know they, what reams they, are. That's the I'm name sorry. brand of one. Yeah, I've never had them. I don't think I have. No, that's just a frozen brick and they're little strips, and you got to. No, I think they already come. Uh, well, but bagged. You got yeah, but you got to split them apart. Oh yeah, fr- it's frozen like a together. Brick, yeah, know, frozen. I together. like squirrel and dump like squirrel and dumplings. I, I guess chicken and dumplings, squirrel and dumplings, same thing. But I mean, I just well, ones with chicken, ones, ones with squirrel. squirrel. Yeah, yeah the, the dumpling is yeah the, the dumpling is the same. But I, I guess like it dumplings. just depends on the dumpling we, type. We ought to cook some dumplings on this here fake fireplace this winter. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, make a soup at the beginning of the episode? Oh, God, dude. With some cornbread, maybe, too? Yeah, maybe on it. We're going to have to start doing that on days I ain't got to work the next day. Yeah. Because that's one where I'll be kicking that old electric recliner back, turning on a good I think the winter allows for maybe a little bit more Friday recordings. Yeah. You know, maybe not. Because we we enjoy the the fake fireplace way too much. Yeah. Yeah, sneaks up on you. That's how much will knock, yeah, <laughs> knock your dick in the dirt, bud. Yeah, it will. Well, Here we, we go. Welcome to the Merkley and Sons Choice Cuts Questions of the Week for the fellas, sponsored by Merkley and Sons and Eric because he shows up for shit. The ultimate destination for meat enthusiast. Well, we actually just officially exited soup season on this show, guys, <laughs> but soup season is getting ready to take off. As we got some chilly weather coming, buckle up. As much as smoke doesn't want to acknowledge it, it is soup season. Hashtag soup season. Yep. You know what else goes well with soup? Soup, 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 soupy soup. Some sliced cracker bologna. Mm. No matter how you enjoy your cracker bologna. With cheese. It pairs well with soups. And you guys jumped ahead because you've heard this ad read for three weeks for sure. You know what else goes well with sliced cracker bologna products? Tell me. Soup season. Fresh slice of cheese. Yeah. Could be Kobe. Kobe Jack. Little Gouda. Munster. Swiss. Regular old good old American cheese. Cheddar. You throw whatever you want with that. Mine's fine. Dry. Thank you. (laughs) Merkley and Sons is ready for all seasons, but check them out to spruce up your menu. On soup night, because let's be honest, soup is really never that filling. I guess it could be if you eat a lot of it. I beg to differ. Yeah. I, I like a thick chili. Oh, man. That's why you like my chili, buddy. 
Yeah, I like a thick Freaking chili. Noodles like a that that chili. chicken noodle soup I made last night was stand your fork up. Yeah, you could. I mean, the whole damn soup ladle was standing up in that bitch. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what else we need to do this winter, mm. late fall, early winter. Now that a friend of the show down the way there has offered up his thirty gallon soup pot. Yeah, we need to have a big soup cook one daytime thing with kids running around. Soup fire, soup party, soup party, soup party. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. What do we got? For uh, so we've got a couple rounds of questions today. Um, Dose roundups. Our buddy John Veach sent these in in spooky season because uh, we are in Spooktober. And the only other thing is when this airs, it'll be the end of November. But I think that first week is beginning of November. Yeah, it's not going to be the end. But, I mean, you know, we're still kind of in the spooky season a little bit. Uh, He wanted to know, (laughs) what are some of your favorite horror, Halloween, fall movies? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I do love good good horror movie. Uh, (laughs) Horror, Halloween, or fall movies? Did we already do this? I'm a big bitch when it comes to scary movies. I don't think we did. I am a big bitch when it comes to horror movies. Like the original slasher films, you know, like I'm out on. Like I, like Scream. Did you see on TikTok? Yeah, the it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, no, wait, no, no, maybe, maybe I didn't. What did I not? What did I miss? The new Scream mask thing. Oh no, I the ghost face. I don't think so. So there's like this whole trend where ghost face uh, killer. No, well, he was a rapper. these ladies love the ghost face type thing going on oh yeah we'll talk nice. off air good there's a little PG. uh so for me like texas chainsaw massacre like i watched the not the original because it was kind of goofy but uh that one was good and then like for me i'm a, i was more of like in the devil's rejects vein like i never that's the one i was gonna say for I, actual life. i never did do like the halloweens the friday the 13th the the Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers type shit. Like I never, I just, I don't know why. Yeah. I, just, I was too big of a chicken shit. Like I didn't like, I don't like, do not like jump scare movies and like, oh, I just, I don't know. I wasn't in You that. like the paranormal? Oh yeah. Like I'm a big uh, suspense thriller, psychological shit. Like I, as much as I don't want to watch them. It seems like that would be more scary. I don't, I don't want to watch them, but like the, the exorcist movies, like all them, like the Pope's Exorcist, the newest one with with uh, Russell Crowe, like that one was freaking good, you know. Like yeah, those things, you know, shit like that. I I don't know. That's where I'm at. Just like both. any of like fall movies. I mean, because you know he did say Spooktober, but he throws fall in there a little bit. Like, is there a Hocus Pocus? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Shout out stupid. T's and P's to my grandma. Uh, Lois, she man, we watched a piss out of Ernest P. World. Yeah, Jim I Varner. I sure hope you're from Keebler. Jim Varner was uh, definitely a big uh, icon in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? No, no I was going to say Devil's Rejects. Probably mm-hmm. like. Are you a scary movie guy? No, no. I um. Are you? No. Yeah, I was going to say we're all <laughs> big bitches, man. Yeah. I I will say this though, dude. Like, there's people that I know that go to the movies like they cannot wait to go to them. Like I'm going to go no watch way. that movie. The like, the, remember when Mama came out? 
the movie Mama. Like it's a it was just, it's a terrible horror movie, and like Schwing and his whole family went. Like they're big scary movie people, and I'm like, no way. Here's the thing about it. I'll wait for you in the parking lot. I'll hold your popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about it. I I think for my reason why I'm not a big fan of him is. I just there's so much in this world that's real that scares yeah. me that I don't need to go find something for <laughs> shits and giggles. Like it's just not my cup of tea. Get rapist Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. And dolphins. But I will say that I like the original Halloween, like the original like original nineteen seventies, whatever. Yeah. Like I'll I'll watch that when it's on AMC. Her, not, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, damn. But but I kinda enjoy like that original, like early stuff. But like I wouldn't sit down and watch the scream movies. Like they're running around well, you, and did you watch the Saul's? No, like the Saul series. That was even worse. That one was kind of psychological thriller, but it was gory as hell. Yeah, there's a new one out now called The Terminator or Ter- Terrifier. That clown. It's it's a it's just slasher film. Yeah. So like there's huge. We could go on for hours on this, but like the slasher film, they say that like there were people actually getting sick in the in the theaters because it was so gory like just gross gross there's no need for that yeah moving on i uh yeah i was trying to think there was a fall movie or two that i do enjoy but like hocus pocus is a good one and then that uh halloween town halloween town mm-hmm. mickey's halloween town no no it was on the disney channel I think. uh we always like to catch the uh paw patrol halloween episodes oh you know, Rebel the Rebel, Rebel and the, crew. They the just double. built a, they just built a haunted house, fixed a haunted house. Nice. So in that vein, so John, I know you sent that a while ago. We're not big horror movie guys. It's just not our cup of tea. Um, gosh, those that do watch it, like mm, kudos, kudos to you. Yeah. It's not me. Cheese and peas. Uh, next round was sent in June, and he had to whine and cry about it. You know, he had to just, uh, you know, he didn't get to my questions. What happened? Reaches out to smoke, reaches out to me. Oh, boy. Reaches out to Big Mace. He's going to beat your ass. Uh, well, he's a little guy, so if he wants to come oh, chop that tree. But uh, oh, turbo. we have another Chuck Norris that's a fan of this show. Yeah, two of them. We have two Chuck Norrises. Turbo Chuck. And this obviously Smoke's got him in his dream, too. He's a little guy. The original Chuck Norris. But... uh Craig Chuck Norris, you might recognize him Norris as a. Norris wasn't in my dream. Oh, I thought he was. No, no just, like you were Texas tea. Rangers. That's where. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, Texas Rangers. Oh, I just yeah. assume when you say the Texas Rangers, all the Rangers are upon you. Anywhere you go, they're gonna see. When you're in Texas, look behind you. That's, that's, that's where, where the Rangers, the Rangers are gonna, gonna be. be. So anyways, uh, our your local friendly UPS man, Chuck, lives up on the hill there behind Holland. Always a pleasure to see him. Sent in a few questions a while back. We're going to get to him right now. Let's do it. Let's do the dang uh, thing. Red beans and rice or jambalaya? Jambalaya. I like to mix the two together in one big batch. Hmm. Friend of the program, Amy McHugh, yeah. makes a nice red beans and rice. Tank tops are sleeveless. Damn. <laughs> I don't have any tank top sleeveless. Sleeveless. Neither. I don't I don't wear. I mean That's fine, yeah. Like yeah, tank tops to. I don't and then sleeveless like it's awkward for me to not have sleeves. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. I mean I haven't gone that far in the Bill Belichick. You're fine. It's fine. No, it's not. 
makes me feel self-conscious now. Confidence-ness. Cast iron or regular nonstick? God, <laughs> cast iron. Le crochet. Honestly, I'm probably going to have to go nonstick because I don't have a gas range. Oh, yeah. Tough spot. Like, I like cooking on cast iron anytime I have the opportunity, but I don't have yeah. a gas range in the house. We, uh, we're getting ready to swap out our nonstick because of the PFASs and the other forever chemicals that are in a lot of those. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to go to like a uh, crochet. You need to do ceramic uh, coated mm-hmm. deal. But I do love getting the old cast iron out. Now, since I got the Blackstone, I don't yeah. do it as much as I used to. Right. But getting the old cast iron out, frying some bacon and breakfast, and I like that. Uh, so if you had to wear a kilt... Would you go uh, some sexy underwear, regular underwear, or go commando? None. I wouldn't wear underwear under a kilt. Yeah, because you wouldn't need to, right? That's tradition. Like, you don't wear them. Wait, is that real tradition, or are you just saying Yeah, no, they don't wear them. Do you remember Braveheart? Braveheart when when he shows my arse. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Braveheart is such a good movie. God, it's a great film. That's kind of a fall movie. Mel Gibson. Because his guts <laughs> fell on the table. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I got. Chuck, thanks for the questions. John, thanks for the questions. Keep sending them in. We did get another round of them come in. Uh, so that was nice to have. We had a few more. We'll get to them. We, uh, I don't know. It feels like we haven't done these in forever. I know. But, you know. We'll get back. In. We'll get to them. Season two, baby. Season two. 201. Now here it's time. It's time. Don't again. be upset that it's over, Smoke. Closing. Just up. be glad that it's happened because it is time for the last pass. Brought to you by Hope Outdoor Power. I like to keep tabs on their Facebook page at Hope Outdoor Power just to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Not being nosy, Smoke. Just keep my eyes on deals that may yeah. pop up. I think they've had a couple recently, some nice trade-ins on some side-by-sides. Right now, though, they've got some great rebates on Polaris Razors, some excellent deals on the Backlot Special, and unfortunately, Cub Cadet Days are over, ended on October 28th. We don't want to think about snow coming or winter in general, but Big Mace, it's coming. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I also saw where Hofe introduced the new Kubota RTV X2, where they are taking pre-orders now. So if you're in the market for an old workhorse like that, that Kubota RTV will be great. Go see the fellas over on the showroom floor, where they're happy to help. And whether you're looking for an end-of-season deal or preparing for winter, they do have everything that you will need. Amen. That's right. Big fella, what you got? 201, Season 2, Episode 1. Never in a million years. I think that's what I put on our post when we posted our 52 episode. Never did I ever think when we started this journey that we would be this far in. I thought it would be be something that we were going to do for fun here and there. And uh, now we're doing it for real. And I think I love it. It's stressful. It's caused some anxiety, some growing pains. We talked about those. But can't wait to see what the future holds. Um, can't wait to go to the gaslight tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it's it's already over. Hope you had a good time. Hope you had a good time. If you didn't come, then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, we got some other things coming up with that, and you know, just can't wait to see what the future holds. Can't wait to see who the new sponsorships, the this, the partners we get a partner up with, and. Uh, I don't plan on quitting anytime soon. I'm just, I'm ready to buckle up and 
Uh, oh, like we've said in the past, the days are getting shorter. Mm-hmm. It's getting darker sooner. About seven. The seasonal now it the, seems like the seasonal blues are going to start kicking in here. This everything's starting to die. Sunshine, you know, is going away and stuff like that. Um, if you need help, call. Don't uh, hesitate to talk about issues. If you get down and blue, you know, the door is always open. Hit us up. Yeah. If you're feeling down, look at a clown. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Mental health is uh, a big uh, a big deal. That's yeah. all I got. Smoke, what you got? Well, season two is here. Mm-hmm. Episode one under a belt. Uh, now we know we can do it. We just got to figure out how to do it right. I think we got some things we might try out here to, uh, you know, maybe with friend of the show, Curtis Crow, we might try to do some call-in type stuff. Uh, yeah. So I think we might play with that some. Yeah, luckily that won't be live. No, we can't do live shows, guys. We (laughs) We don't have a following that can uh, (laughs) allow that. Yeah, we just... It's, we just, we're not the like, live type. Hey, you just do it live. Ah, uh, Curtis, we, just, we run a little bit different show, pal. Hey, so uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't need to go repeating everything Mace just said. So uh, thanks for sticking around and uh, keep watching because we got more coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this episode just feels out of whack a little bit. Here last night, here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This feels a little different. Kind of hard balls. Yeah, it's been a long week, but uh, you know, just uh, so excited about last year and the fun we've had, and I can't believe the year is you know the first season of this is over. But we also have just found our way into November, and you know, November is a time to be thankful for a lot of things. Remember that kind of mindset and approach. Enjoy the holidays as they come up. We got the holiday season coming with Thanksgiving, which is a fan favorite of mine, and then Christmas, and, uh, you know, enjoy it with the ones you love. And, you know, get out and about, uh, you know, when these little towns put on uh, things like the uh, the Stroll in Huntingburg. Uh, you know, Ferdinand does the Chris Kringle Mart. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Kindle Mart. Jasper does the old Tannenbaum days, I think. Uh, get out and support local vendors. Uh, our girl, Blonde Brush, um, she is going to be, I think she's doing windows now for the holiday season. Oh, yeah. She's already um, in the swing up. So, you know, not only does she do business, but residential. Like, if you had a big bay window or a front window like that that you wanted if painted up. I had a big up, bay window, I'd have her paint that leg lamp from. Yeah. From a Christmas that's story. A, that's she's a perfect painted idea. it before. Has yeah. She? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got experience there. So, I mean, if you're looking to decorate the house a little bit, you know, smoke, you didn't put a whole lot of yeah, effort in putting lights on. Maybe paint my lights on. Yeah, <laughs> paint them on. That'd be great. So, uh, But I think that's it, you know, and, and keep uh, responding and feeding and feed, giving us feedback uh, and also share. Like, we've, yeah. we get new folks on a little bit. We've been on a pretty good run, uh, and it's great to see because we're spreading the good word. But other than that, shit, just because we're in season two don't mean anything's changing around this operation. And that's the way it's going to be. one ended yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and in true fashion, we screwed that up, that's which is fine. why we had to be here. <laughs> that's fine. And so we roll into 201. But with that, Thanks, that's guys. been out. <laughs>